House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole year. I don't know if you, like me, have been looking for the service counter in this game called life, because I have a receipt and I need a refund on adulthood. It's just not all I thought it would be. (laughs) Or I'm looking for the kids section because I didn't get the manual when we had our children on how to raise kids. But I tell you, this conversation that I've been having with Dr. Bryant next to the influence of my parents has been the closest that I've come to in finding a manual. And this conversation and these continued conversations I will have with her have been such a blessing. And they've been helping to connect the dots on how children in rearing them affect their adulthood. If you missed her credentials in the first episode, I'm just going to reiterate them very quickly for you. Dr. Bryant is a licensed clinical social worker who received her master's in social work from Andrews University in Barron Springs, Michigan. In 2003, she was awarded all the rights and privileges thereof of the Doctorate of Philosophy from the University of Maryland in Baltimore. You can find Dr. Bryant now in her Haven at Compton University, where she's in the classroom teaching young, budding social workers. She teaches them through the courses of human behavior and social environment, African-American women's legacy, race, gender, and class, and research and methodology. Dr. Dr. Bryant also does group and individual therapy in the local DC area. So let's get started. Let's finish this conversation. Let's sit down and let's finish connecting these dots. Which means separation from the parent. Okay? And so that means there's going to be that challenge. There's going to be that pushback. And it's not a sign of disrespect to the parent. It's a sign of developing. I am doing, and that's why you can tap my hand, and I will look at the electrical outlet and walk towards it. after. And look at you. Turn around and look at you, and you will sit there and say, no, don't touch it, don't touch it. I will look at you, slowly lower my little self, let, pull out my finger and still go towards it and watch you. Why am I defying you? I am trying to separate from you. That's what I am supposed to do. And this sometimes, this stage is referred to as the first adolescence. Because this stage is then repeated again when they hit puberty. And now we know that how they go through this stage If we can get a strong foundation in this stage, I'm not saying that your teen years will be perfect. (laughs) But what I am saying is that now they have a few more blocks for their task, their developmental task when they're in uh, the adolescent years. And that task is identity. So this just, it's a building thing. Okay. So we want them to be able to, um, to, potty train and and then that that creates the template for what we do 
Okay, how, how do gimmicks kind of work into this? So we, we learn, we're social creatures, and we learn um, and we're motivated through reward and consequences. Okay, and maybe I shouldn't have used the word gimmicks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, techniques. Te there you go. Um, how, or, or the I've got the one answer solution for you. Try this and your kid will potty train in two days. Or try this and your kid will potty train in three days. Or okay. I've got you, those type of things are what I'm talking well, about. Well, understand that it's not, again, it's really not about getting the pee and the poop in the toilet. That's your need. But your child's need is to go through the process because that's where the autonomy is established. So can I, can I put in, so if we shortchange the process, are we doing like that metaphorical story of the butterfly and the caterpillar where if the caterpillar is not allowed to push through the cocoon that it has made and push all of that fluid out of its wings mm -hmm. into its body, mm -hmm. we have now created a, a stilted, there you go, mm -hmm. creature. Right. So are we doing the same thing if we don't fully connect these dots and see it's not just a task, it's a process that's helping an individual to push the fluid out of their wings? That's right. That's right. So what are some indicators that you can have so, so you can keep your sanity while you're yes, going please, through this process? Yes, please, because that's what I'm saying. How do we divide, I mean, how do, how do we balance this? I know it's an inconvenience for me as a parent. Like you said, I, I have I have I have now replaced my convenience card. Yes, you have. You have. I am helping this individual because I have said that to people that it is now time for me. This is where I am in my psyche. It is now time for me at this juncture to help these two little individuals learn to navigate life. Mm -hmm. How do I balance this, still be the parent that navigates them, but help them get these building blocks. Mm. I, I hope I made so that. You, you, uh, yeah, you absolutely got it um, um, spot on. So what I would say is that first, um, the first thing that you do is understand that during this specific time period, um, your wife, I'm, this is not very scholarly, but the fact of the matter is your washing is going to increase astronomically. Please, I mean, that's a practical thing. That's yes. just a very practical, yes. you know, it is. So expect it. So then you can organize yourself around it. What are some things that I can do to make this process easier, you know? Um, and um, also understand that it's not going to be forever. Sometimes when we're in the throes, you know, I mean, it just feels like, this is my life now, and this is the life that I've signed up for for the next 20 years. It's not, you know. Trust me, one day you're going to look back and go, you know, I can't even remember. I mean, it doesn't feel like that in that moment, you know. So understand that, you're, you're, that, that it is intensive, but if you prepare for it, it can become, it, it is very doable. And then when you're thinking about it from that perspective, then you will come up with your own ways mm. to, to You'll individualize help. it. You will individualize it and tailor it to your needs and your lifestyle. So for me, my daughter was potty training, 
and I had a long commute in the mornings. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm in the metro area. There's always traffic. Right. And so, but from the time I would leave my house to the time I'd get her to school, it was like 45 minutes. Whoa. And there were days when she did not want to use the bathroom before we left home. Um, and now here's that's one question that usually comes up: Should we force a child to use the restroom? Yes. And my thing is, you should strongly encourage. Okay. But remember, this is their responsibility. So really and truly, you want to partner with them. Okay. Okay. One thing, one suggestion I have taken from you that okay. has worked tremendously here recently were the two options. The, that's right. That's one way of partnering. Partnering and sustaining autonomy. Because if I tell you what to do, I don't care if you're two or if you're 200, you, there's automatic something mm-hmm, that, that rises up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, no, you're not telling me. Even if it's a good thing, you know, even if, it's, even, if it, even if I know as an adult now, you know, there was something to that message. But I have to still work through the fact that I was told to do it. Yeah. Now, if you go back to a two-year-old that doesn't have that level of experience and that depth and that breath, you know, you tell them to do it, they'll tell you no. So don't tell them to do that. Because again, everything is about autonomy versus shame and doubt. So what you want to do is give as many choices as you can. But here again, planning becomes the key. And it's a simple plan. So you make sure that the choices that you give are the choices that you want them to choose from. And so so you're not asking, are you going to go to the bathroom before we leave the house? The question is... Do you want to go to the bathroom before mommy goes to the bathroom, or do you want to go to the bathroom after mommy goes to the bathroom? I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. This one I used this morning, matter of fact, was do you want to use your potty or mommy's big potty? There you go. There, You've got it. And she was like, mommy's big potty. Not a problem. And, and they then become these little cooperative creatures because you have met their need as a human. Wow. You have helped them to achieve their sense of autonomy. So you, that's why I go back to it's not a personal attack against you. They are determined to make sure that they learn to walk, that they learn to be independent, that they, they, and that they wow. move on to that third stage. You know? so, and, and so now we can see this as a good thing. And when, when, you, when you have those moments where she made a decision herself, and you understand how powerful that is for her, she made the decision, I'm going to use um, mommy's big potty, and your knee got met because you, you got her to the potty? Yes. That is your paycheck. You take that, you pat yourself on the back and say, yes. Love it. I love it. Yes, this is wonderful. That's your paycheck. So I don't have to be reflective when she's 18. That's right. That's right. I can get my payoff now. You are in the moment. And and really and truly, that's when parenting is fun. And and I'm not saying that as a parent whose child has left the house. I'm in the throes with you. Yes, yes. But that's where my joy comes. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Parenting is not, for for me, and this goes back to the socialization. I always have, whenever I say this, I always have to stop and say, I love my child. Right. (laughs) We're not in the love category right now. 
parenting is has not been a rewarding thing. I have I, it has been a, a, an anxiety provoker for me. Yes. <laughs> um, it has been other things, but it has I've had to I've had to really understand in order to see. Oh wait a minute! I just got rewarded. Because it, the rewards are there, but there's just so many layers that sometimes we miss them. I think that's what I'm getting at. So, so this, this is where I want us to start. I want us to connect some more dots. I okay. want us to connect some more dots. So may, I, may I go back to the, yes. the, the I, I think I left one open, and that was um, the, 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 the trip that I had for 45 Yes, minutes. please, okay. please, go so back to that. So what I was doing, and this gets into the levels of thinking, at at one point, I, my whole thought process was very logistical in nature, okay? I had to get from point A to point B. My child did not use the restroom, and I know that by the time I get her to school, she would have wet her clothes, mm-hmm. okay? I, that's going to mess me up. Exactly. So what do I do to solve that problem? Pull up. There you go. I throw a pull up on her. And then race off to to school and send her to class. Until I get this little note from her teacher who said, we need to have a meeting. And I'm going, and it scared me. That was the first note I ever got. Oh my. And I'm going, oh my gosh, is she not sharing her toys? Like, I mean, right. what could she be doing right. at two that is so profound that we need to have a meeting? So I uh, talked to her teacher who who understood development. And she said, you know, um, Verletta, I'm curious. I've noticed that Serafina comes in pull-ups to school. And she's doing a wonderful job here of body training. And I'm just wondering why she's coming in pull-ups. And I thought about it, and I, and I said, well... We live over 45 minutes away. Yeah. (laughs) There's some common sense factors here. And I have had to wash my car seat on many occasions. And so I just started putting pull-ups on her. And she said, oh, I see, I see, I see. She said, okay, so I get that. So now what are the messages that we're sending to her? Are we saying that we don't have confidence that she can make it for 45 minutes? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not the message that I'm trying to send to her. <clears throat> but it was a message that was being sent. I don't think you can make it at this time, so therefore we're going to revert back to this this thing that I'm, I am telling you to leave. So I had to devise a way, but I did it based on um, not just logistics, but I devised a way that would sustain and maintain that, uh, that task of, of trying to instill confidence, trying to instill autonomy about who I am and what I can do, and also about getting my need met, which was to get from point A to point B. So what did I start doing? I started packing my clothes with extra changes of clothes, and also, I'd always have a towel in the car. It, it, it's a, the fixes come. The fixes come. And, and it comes on, we have to start planning as adults. It requires us to plan, but before we can plan, we have to be educated, we have to be informed, 
And and then we're going to plan differently because I was doing a level of planning, but my planning wasn't taking into account my child's fundamental needs. My planning was taking into account your convenience. my convenience. So and and fortunately, I was working with someone who thought very similar to me. So you know, if I brought my child to to her establishment and my child had had an accident. Really and truly, it wasn't, it a, wasn't big a big deal. deal. She, you know, so so that's something you want to look for in a, 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 a care, care a child care provider as well. Um, so, but all of those things come, and really and truly, it's not so much about having to go out and buy. That's that's what that's just the society we live in. Mm-hmm. But understand that everything you're buying, people have done this thing. Since the beginning of time without it. Exactly. So one thing that was helpful for me was that I took to come to the realization that I really am equipped to provide my child with everything she needs to for her to meet her needs. That is, so, I'm so glad you said that because it was in talking to you and, and starting to really formulate this in my own psyche that I stopped I stopped um, being so hard on myself because my child wasn't potty trained in a weekend. Yes, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And now that I'm understanding it's a process. That's right. And it's deeper than just the technical part of it. We're we're good. We're well, okay. And in, in terms is, of being so anxious about it and so, oh, she's got to be potty trained. Well, we're, we're very outcome oriented. And so yes. we see potty train as the end result. We don't see mm. the little steps that are getting us to towards that goal. And those have to happen in order for that child to reach that goal. Um, and they are just as significant as reaching the goal. Yes. So we can begin to rethink and reconstruct how we view success. We don't reward them once they are doing it correctly. We reward along the way. So, for example, um, we, you know, um, and also we recognize the steps. So, you know, we, I have mothers that say to me all the time, my child isn't interested. I'm like, well, tell me what your child does. I will, I, and, and while they're saying that their child isn't interested, that child has gone in the diaper bag and has pulled out diapers. <laughs> That's showing interest. interest. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, the child taking off the diaper because it's wet. That is an interest sign, you know. And so as long as they are showing interest, it doesn't matter at what degree. As long as they're showing interest, that's fine. Um, and so if we praise, I, don't, I, I have to use that term carefully. If we ag- acknowledge that interest, then we'll see more of it. So, for example, um, my child would, um, she would, she would urinate in, 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 the, in her pot. Um, but she would not poop in her pot. Hmm. Okay. So when whatever she did, I would acknowledge that. And how would I acknowledge it? As interactively as I can, as I could. So I would do the potty dance. Okay. I didn't have to go out and buy uh, mm-hmm. anything. 
I danced with her, and we sang a song, and we twirled around, and and we high-fived, and, and we had a great time because it truly was a celebration. And, you know, I, I've, I had to learn to curtail some of my praise, too. When you're talking about that, when we first started, and my child would go, you know, go pee and potty, and I would be like, yay, oh, and then for about a few days she did, then all of a sudden it was, I don't want to, Uh and it was this big pushback, and something happened, and she said, I don't want you to laugh at me. Mm, Okay. And so she interpreted as laughing at her, and not... Celebrating, celebrating with, with her. her, and I, I said, no, honey, mommy's not laughing at you. I'm excited. This is great. And we sat and we talked a little bit. So this coming week just happened. I walked upstairs. You talk about interest. Uh-huh. She had gone into her room, taken off her pants, opened her drawer, and took out her big girl panties. Uh-huh. And said, uh-huh. I want to put these on. Uh-huh. Great. Put them on. We had, you know, a few accidents, but by this time, I had in my mind, my washing is going to increase. Right. It's okay. It really is. And I dialed back, because I can be a little over the top of my celebration. (laughs) I dialed back my celebration, and it worked. Okay. Okay. It's working. Uh And so, you know, it's this, like you said, you got to kind of gauge your child. You have to, you have to be interactive with them. And like you said, it can't just be the outcome. No. You just can't, it just can't be about the outcome. So I had to learn what worked for her in terms of reward and Mm -hmm. celebration and not what seemed to be ridicule. Yes, absolutely. The other piece that you bring out is that there will be stops and starts along the way. That's a part of the process as well. Yes. That's a part of the process. So um, in terms of the, the um, celebration, you definitely want everything that you do, you want the child to lead. Okay. Mm. Um, so, you know, see what's comfortable, try different things, um, and, and, and gauge it. Just be, you know, attentive to it and see what happens. The other um, thing that I will caution you on is that sometimes, particularly when a child is defecating, um, that whole feeling of defecating in an open space such as a pot or a toilet is very different mm. from defecating in a diaper that's very close to one's bottom. Yes, okay? yes. And so that can be a scary experience, particularly when they're starting uh-huh. out. So sometimes what you may want to do is, well, I shouldn't say sometimes, you want to stay in the restroom with them. You don't put them on the pot. And and then leave and go, you know, run and do something to come back. Um, And what you'll do is um, you talk to them. Um, If they're, you know, fearful, um, you know, mommy is here. um, And um, you can read books with them. Mm. The things that they enjoy doing, you make that a part of potty time. Okay. What you'll, if there is a problem in terms of what you want to look for, because, you know, if children um, become, um, if this becomes something, and this is the reason why you don't want to push, mm-hmm. but if a, if you notice that your child is unwilling to do it, if your child has not um, potty, if your child has not, if your child has a routine 
time that they use the restroom, mm-hmm. it's easier to to know when something's off. But if your child doesn't have a routine time, you just wanna you just wanna be very aware. Your child should be urinating how many times per day? Yeah. I can't even okay. remember. So there's a certain amount of times a day that your child should Right. I remember when they're a baby, you should have right. six wet diapers, <laughs> you know, or and more. So that same process. Um, if you notice that your child's stomach is um, tight, if they seem constipated mm. in any way, because what will happen is, is that um, this can become so overwhelming for them, and particularly if they feel like they're being pushed, the only thing that they can do, I shouldn't say the only thing that they do, but oftentimes when they feel like they're being pushed, they're they're still trying to get that sense of autonomy, that need for autonomy met. But instead of it happening surrounding the task of toileting, it now becomes pushed back against you. Um, so the way that they'll push back sometimes is by holding, holding their feces. And so you there are um, time frames or there's certain points that you need to be aware of that I'll have for you. Uh, that no, you know, that's the time when you'll want to get medical help. That's when you'll want to take them to the hospital if they're, you know, something. Yes, yes, like yes. You don't want it to get go too far. But if you're allowing them to lead, um, and if they stop and they, you know, say that they want to wear their pull-ups again, that's fine. Okay, that's okay, fine. okay. Um, because it won't be for long before they're trying again. Okay, there and when go. we think about our, the skills that every skill that we've learned, there's been a time when we've walked away from it first before. Mm. Uh, you are so yes. So it's the same thing there. See, so so we're coming down. Oh, this has been such a great conversation, and I, I need to keep looking at the time because we can sit here all day. Um, so if I'm hearing our conversation for today correctly. The dots that we're putting together are that we become functional adults in, in a society because of milestones or building blocks that have started from infancy. Once we get to a point in our lives as adults that we decide to take on that responsibility, be it a decision or, or, or a happenstance, uh-huh. right? When it gets to your door. When it gets to your doorstep, I like that. Mm-hmm. We then need to make the shift in our own brains to understand this. We have to help the next individual get, get to a, a sense of adulthood by helping them through the developmental stages. And even though some things look as task. It is actually helping to build a whole person. That's right. Not just a task. Not just so you don't wear a diaper in college. Mm-hmm. Not just so you don't cry um, or that you, you crawl around for the rest of your life. But you are actually learning how to look at life, look at situations, challenges that come your way, and solve them. That's right. And solve them in a matter that does not put you at a detriment in your own psyche or to others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked a lot about potty training today because that's where I am. 
Uh I just got to talk from my perspective. (laughs) And so what we're doing is we are helping an individual in this stage learn how to make healthy decisions independently independently uh-huh. even if i make a decision that had a, a outcome that i really wasn't wanting it's still okay and i can rectify it that's right because i am learning that's what my daughter tells me mommy it's okay if i make a mistake because i am learning i love it <laughs> i love it and that's my other child i love love it Wow. So I like to give a tip of the day on the show. Okay. My tip of the day for this particular segment would be let yourself off the hook. Mm. It's not going to be perfect. You are going to make mistakes. And it's okay. Let yourself off the hook. That's right. And... And can I just... I want you to give a tip of the day. Okay, great. So, and I, I don't know if this is the tip of the day or if this was just something that I probably should have added. I will say that just like I gave you some indicators as to to if you really think that there's more than a, you know, than yes. a normal child going through body training, I'd also say that, you know, as a parent, understand that the tool that you're using, your primary tool is not the, the pull-up. It's not the bottle, it's your sense of self. And so as you use your tool, if you're finding that I am really struggling to be able to provide for my child, I get it, I want to, but I'm just not able to do it, Mm -hmm. then you may want to take a step back and begin to look at your own upbringing and what could be contributing to the difficulty that you're experiencing as well. I like it. So yes I do you know I think that and and that's something that that you have to use your own judgment you know but if you find that you're depressed if you find that you know you're just unable to provide a level of support for your child I agree with you. Don't beat yourself up, but don't stop there. Continue to work with yourself. And that's that's the other crazy thing about parenting. So we're developing until the day we die. Mm-hmm. So understand that you're developing as a person as that child is developing. And so if you feel that you have not gotten to the point in your development where you can sustain who you are and give to the other person, then then be take that seriously. Take it seriously, be conscientious of it, and you can do anything from talk to other mothers, you can um, read self-help books, mm-hmm. um, you can go to therapy. Yes, yes. Um, you know, you find what works for you, but... Don't ignore it. Um, go. That's where I think you, the fullness of life comes in, is when you're able to nurture yourself, so that you can be there to nurture your child. I love it. I love it. And with that, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna let that sink in.
Guys, it's been a great afternoon talking with Dr. Bryant. Um, she's here in the in the D.C. metropolitan area, a professor at Coppin University, and a dear, dear friend of mine. So we'll see you guys next time on House, House Call with Dr. Mack.